Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. I am Spencer. I am reading this book in full, hopefully, for your enjoyment and education. And, uh, you know, I just read the words and the definitions, and then I talk about them in various ways, depending on the context. And sometimes there are guests. Uh, Let's see, we had a guest recently. Uh, There will be, looking ahead, there will be a guest in a few episodes that I already recorded. Um, And, you know, we're going to make sure to have some more guests coming up. Okay, Uh, if, if you are of the well let's see how do i want to say this today the the, the 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 day that this is airing is christmas eve so happy christmas eve to you merry christmas eve and also if i'm gonna say that i really should be talking about the other holidays as well the at least the, the couple of big ones that i'm aware of so uh hanukkah started here in 2022 on the 18th and so I believe that makes today the seventh night of Hanukkah. I'm a little confused about the dates, but I think it might be the seventh night. And then, ooh, Kwanzaa starts in a couple of days. So in two days on the 26th, I will make sure to mention that as well. There's there's a lot of holidays during this holiday season. So I'm not going to get them all, but I'll try and get the big ones. Okay. So maybe when you're done listening to this, uh, you can uh, you can light your candles and sing the song and give the gifts, and then you can also uh, you know put out uh, what what is what is Santa and the reindeer like the the cookies and and the uh, the oat milk and the uh, the candy canes and the the carrots the carrots for the reindeer and make sure to put out the fire before you go to bed. If you have that, and if you don't have uh, those things, um, then you know what? You don't got to do nothing, because Santa is cool with whatever, as long as you're a good person. All right, the first word in this episode is dig, D-I-G, the first of the D-I-G words, which are going to go one, two, three, three episodes plus uh plus you know about half or two-thirds of another episode okay dig verb from the 13th century the past form is dug d-u-g and that's that's good uh this is a uh, um we're starting with transitive 1a to break up turn or loosen with an implement and what exactly are you loosening up or breaking up or turning? You are doing that to earth, dirt, soil, the very, very important stuff on this planet, also called earth. Um, digging. You're digging it up. What are you going to do when you dig it up? Are you digging a hole? Are you digging a ditch? Are you going to plant some things? What's going on in there? Do you want to look at what's down there? Do you want to dig a super big hole? You're not going to be able to dig to the other side of the earth. That's just not going to happen. 1B. To prepare the soil of. As in, dig a garden. Dig a garden. You're preparing. And yes, I did all read that correctly. 2A. To bring to the surface by digging, as in unearth, as in 
the synonym is unearth, as in dig potatoes. They they are grown under the ground, under the surface of the ground, in the soil, and you have to unearth them. You have to ret- retrieve them from the earth, bring them to the surface, dig them up. Potatoes, potatoes. They they are probably the best food in the world because you can make so many good things from them. To be, to bring to light or out of hiding, as in dig up facts. They're, the facts are like the potatoes. They're factatoes, and they want to be hidden. They like to be down there, not in the light, but you got to bring them up. What facts? Maybe this fact. Three, to hollow out or form by removing earth, and the synonym is excavate, as in dig a hole, just dig a hole. Go, go dig a hole. Mm, to hollow out or form by removing earth. You pick it up and you put it somewhere else. It's always got to go somewhere. You're In addition to digging a hole and excavating it, you are also creating a hill. You, you're doing two things at once, potentially. Number four. To drive down so as to penetrate. The synonym is thrust. And I'm not sure what we're talking about here. Uh, Number five, the synonyms are poke and prod. That's similar to four, kind of. I don't know, what, what are we thrusting or penetrating to dig? I mean, if you, if you put the, um, the, uh, the shovel into the ground, it's going to penetrate the ground, but I don't know if that's what we're talking about. Number six is slang. We have A, B, and C. 6A is to pay attention to. The synonym is notice, as in dig that fancy hat. Dig it. I dig that fancy hat. Maybe I need a fancy hat. I notice that fancy hat. I like that fancy hat. Uh, 6B, the synonym, we're still slang. The synonym is understand, as in couldn't dig the medical jargon. I don't understand that medical jargon. Can you please talk to me in normal English and not use the jargon? I would sure would appreciate that, because I don't dig what you're saying. Number 6C is also slang. The synonyms are like and admire, as in high school students dig short poetry. That is a quote from David Burmester or Burmester. Like or admire. Dig it so you can see a thing and dig it. You can like a thing and dig it. You can understand a thing and dig it. I Can we put these all into a sentence? I dig that... No, I don't think I can. I dig it. Uh, okay, we are on intransitive now. Number one, to turn up, loosen, or remove earth. Two, to work hard or laboriously. When you are digging, you are working hard. Three, to advance by or as if by removing or pushing aside material. You know, those are all related to different ones that we read in transitive. Is there any etymology? Not much. It's from the Middle English diggin'. And that's it. 
Okay, I have to do a sound effect because we are moving on to the next word. We're going to go... The second form of dig is a noun from 1797. Number 1A, the synonyms are thrust and poke. And I still don't know what we're talking about. A thrust and a poke is a dig. Hmm. 1B... And I would, this is what I was thinking of. Like maybe this is what a thrust and a poke mean. 1B is a cutting remark. A dig. Ooh, that cutting remark. It cut so deep. It dug into my soul. It hurt so bad. You made me cry. That cutting remark. Please don't leave any digs in the reviews. You can make, you can say nice things in the reviews, but maybe not, maybe no digs. But, you know, if you gotta, you can. It's fine. I don't care. That's a dig. Number two is plural. 2A is accommodations for living or working. Your digs. Where do you live? Why do we call it that? I don't know. There's no etymology. Your digs. That's where you live or work. 2B So I think this is still plural, digs, and it is chiefly British, and it is the 2B definition for the word lodging. So that's very, very similar to 2A, accommodations for living or working. It's just just where you live. It's your digs. Three, an archaeological excavation site. Also, the excavation itself is also called the dig. The site is the dig and the whole process, the whole thing that's happening is the dig. And I learned relatively recently that it's surprisingly cheap to fund an excavation. Maybe you're going to go dig for dinosaur bones or old houses or something, but um, it's shockingly not that expensive. Uh, I don't know the numbers. Maybe I'll put it in the show notes, but it's not in the millions It's in like the 10,000s. Yeah. So if you've got some money lying around and you want to help somebody go do an excavation, uh, because there's always people looking to do that, maybe you can help them fund it. The next word. The third form of dig is an abbreviation for the word digest, which we will come up to later this episode. The next word. Digamy, D-I-G-A-M-Y, noun from 1635, a second marriage after the termination of the first. I mean, I've heard of polygamy and monogamy, and there might be other ones. So I was thinking, is this somehow related to those? I wasn't sure. Digamy, I mean, it is and it isn't. This is from the Greek digamos, which means married to two people. Married to two people. That's where the, the D-I prefix is uh, means two. So, but see, what I don't know is that back in the olden Greek times, and also in the 1635 times in, in English, uh, were they talking about literally being married to two people, or was it married to one and then married to another later, which is what the definition says. I I don't know, but I have to go with the more modern definition because that's the time that I'm living in. Um, And I guess, I guess my marriage to Sharon uh, for both of us would be a digamy 
because we were both married before and then got divorced. That first marriage was terminated. And um, and then we got married to each other. And uh, it's a, it's a, we got a dig me. Sharon, we got a dig me. It's a, it's a it's a fun word that why don't why don't ever people use this? The next word. Digastric. Adjective from circa 1721. This is of relating to or being either of a pair of muscles that depress the lower jaw and raise the hyoid bone, the hyoid bone during swallowing. Digastric. Huh. Wait, it's an adjective. So it's there are these pairs pairs it's a pair of muscles so that's where the di prefix comes in uh they push the lower jaw down and also raise the hyoid bone when you swallow i'm just doing a swallow so yeah there's a bone kind of in your throat i guess that goes up and then the jaw goes down and these muscles are the things that are making all this happen and or anything that's related to those muscles is digastric. Are these are they called digastric muscles? I'm not entirely sure. Um, I think I don't know if it's these muscles or other ones in the area, but I think mine are not not doing the job quite as they're supposed to do. They're not maybe as strong as they should be because if you've listened to some of my older episodes, uh, I have a I have a bit of a swallowing issue that um, sometimes things get stuck. I've had a bunch of tests, or they just don't go down right away, or I don't know. But I hope it doesn't get worse, because that's going to suck. I don't know why it's happening, but hey. Come on, di- di- digastrics, do better. The next word. Digenetic. Digenetic is next. Adjective from circa 1883. Of or relating to a subclass, digenia, of trematode worms in which sexual reproduction as an internal parasite of a vertebrate alternates with asexual reproduction in a mollusk. Okay. Uh... It's relating to these worms where sexual reproduction as an internal parasite of a... I don't know what the rest of this is saying. I it's I can't be that complicated. The, the sexual reproduction of an internal parasite of a vertebrate alternates with asexual reproduction in a mollusk. So there's something about going between sexual reproduction, which is where... Two, two things get together and make a new thing, or asexual reproduction, where one thing is one thing can make a new thing on its own. Uh, but then we're talking about worms and parasites and other vertebrates and mollusks, so I'm a little confused. I hope that's okay. The next word. Digerati. Digerati. D-I-G-E. R-A-T-I. Noun from 1992. Persons well-versed in computer use and technology. And I don't think this gets used anymore. It is 30 years old, this word. Um, It is from 
The D-I-G is from digital, which of course is about sort of computer things and technology. And then the errati is from like the word literati, which I guess, I mean, it's not, I, I don't know exactly what this prefix would be, but it's, you know, it says somebody who knows a lot about a thing. A digerati. I want it to be related to didgeridoo, but it is not, sadly. Is there a digital didgeridoo? A digital didgeridoo. A digital didgeridoo. The next word. Uh, damn it. I tried to get the sound effect of my stomach growling, which is so good time. I hit the mic onto my shirt, which is why it made that bad sound. It's perfect timing because the next word is digest. Digest. Emphasis on the first syllable. First form. Noun from the 14th century. One. A summation or condensation of a body of information. So you're summing it up, condensing it down as 1A, a systematic compilation of legal rules, statutes, or decisions. You take it down to its basics, and it's a digest. Now, the stomach sound is more for the next word, but that's okay. It's kind of the same word, but not at all. 1B, so still summation or condensation of information, 1B, a periodical devoted to condensed versions of previously published articles. Yeah, same idea. They've been condensed down into a digest. Two, a product of digestion. Anything that comes from digestion is a digest. This information, the, uh, the, the published articles, the legal statutes, decisions, rules... They were they went through a process of digestion and became a digest. This is Middle English. It means systematic arrangement of laws. And then it is from Latin digerere, which means to arrange, distribute, or digest. And that is from dis plus gerere, which means to carry. Let's carry it over here and shrink it down. The next word, ooh, I feel a stomach growl coming on. Ooh. Yeah. I might have to boost the volume of that. The next word is the second form of the same word, but here we pronounce it digest or just digest. Because this is a verb from the 14th century, my stomach is not, I mean, maybe it's digesting food, but it's more saying, dude, I'm getting hungry. I would like something to digest, please, and thank you. So, we are going to start with transitive here. Number one, to distribute or arrange systematically. And the synonym is classify. You got to classify, put things away, uh, so you're, you're digesting them. Yeah. Two, to convert into absorbable form. And what are we converting? It's food, probably, more than likely. Converting food into a form that can be absorbed by the body, by the stomach, by the intestines, by the, all the other things that are in there. Oh, there it goes again. Good thing we're almost done. Number three for digest. To take into the mind or memory, especially 
to assimilate mentally. Hmm. So any information that you are learning, you're going to maybe keep in your memory banks, um, something going in mentally into your mind, you are digesting it. All of the information that you have learned throughout your years has been digested into your brainy thing. 4A, to soften, decompose, or break down by heat and moisture or chemical action. As in, DNA digested by restriction enzymes. The DNA has been softened, decomposed, broken down, and it was um, the enzymes, the restriction enzymes, did it by heat or moisture or chemical action. 4B, to extract soluble ingredients from by warming with a liquid. The scientists, they do this. I don't know how or why or what or where or when, but uh, they want to get the soluble ingredients from a thing, so they were, they're going to warm it up so they can get those soluble ingredients. Five, to compress into a short summary. So that's like, so you can digest into a digest. So what's the, what's the most important information? Six is the number one definition for the word absorb, as in the capacity of the U.S. to digest immigrants. So the U.S. has a certain capacity to absorb immigrants into all of its cities. And uh, yeah, absorbing, digesting. We, we don't want to eat the immigrants. No, we're not digesting them in that way. We're bringing them in to into the U.S. or other countries. Uh, lots of countries are taking in immigrants or refugees. And then, are they getting softened or decomposed? No. That's, that's good. Are they being converted into absorbable form? No. They're just being spread out into other parts of the country. Here is intransitive number one, to digest food. It's one of my favorite pastimes. Two, to become digested. Oh no, I'm pizza. I'm being digested. Um, yep, yeah, that's that's good for digest, I think. If you have anything you want to say, you can let me know. Look in the show notes for all the ways to contact me. The next word. Forgot what it what my sound effect was. Digester. Digester. The uh, pronunciation shows the letter J for jester, so you know how to say it. And now all I can think about is like, is two jesters or a a jester eating food and digesting it? A digester. Hmm. Three. uh, It's a noun. I don't know why I said three. Noun from 1614. One. One that digests or makes a digest. You got to make sure you emphasize those words correctly. My stomach is a digester. Two, a vessel for digesting especially plant or animal materials. Ooh, what are we doing with these materials from plants or animals? What vessel are we putting them in? Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, not off the top of my head, but um, yeah, there are various things, I guess. Um, what are those things called? Venus flytraps. Those are digesters. 
uh, it's all, it's all right up there in the thing. They they trap a, a fly or some sort of living thing, and then they get digested all up in there with the with the acids and the the things. We're all digesters. Anything that consumes something is a digester. The next word, digestibility, noun from 1741. The fitness of something for digestion. Is it fit for digestion? Is it very fit or not very fit to be digested? What is the digestibility? Rocks and sticks don't have much digestibility, but donuts do. Two, the percentage of a foodstuff taken into the digestive tract that is absorbed into the body. Uh, okay, so how much of the food is put into the... Well, where does the rest of the food go? Uh, the percentage of a foodstuff taken into the digestive tract that is absorbed into the body. I would... Where, but what's the... But if it's only 50%, what's with the other 50%? Is the rest of it not digestible? The next word? Or maybe it's just like how much is taken at a time. Okay, the next word. Digestible. Adjective from the 14th century. I should also say that digestibility and digestible have an I after the digest part. It's not an A, like sometimes digestible. It could be with an A. This is with an I. Okay, glad we got that out of the way. Digestible. I think I said adjective from the 14th century. This is capable of being digested. Then you can put it in your mouth and eat it. If it is not digestible, please, please don't put it in your body. The next word. Digestif. Digestif. D-I-G-E-S-T-I-F. Noun from 1934. This is an alcoholic drink as brandy or a liqueur usually taken after a meal. I believe that they are often um, often sweet, but maybe not necessarily. Yeah, brandy, I don't think that's particularly sweet. Um, this is a French word. It literally means digestive, uh, which we are going to talk about at the beginning of the next word. But um, basically, I guess, it is something that either does help with digesting the food that you just ate after your meal, but I don't know if these things actually helped in the digestion or if they just, it was an excuse to drink some more alcohol. I could see it either way, to be perfectly honest. Digestif. It's a fun word to say. All right, we have one more word for this episode. Digestion. Digestion. Digest. Yep, that's it. It's just digestion. D I G E S T I O N. There is one definition and then there is an A and a B. So, digestion is the action, process, or power of digesting. As A, the process of making food absorbable by dissolving it and breaking it down into simpler chemical compounds that occurs in the living body chiefly 
through the action of enzymes secreted into the alimentary canal. Ho-ho, the alimentary canal. So yeah, the enzymes, the things are going to break down the food that you have eaten, and hopefully it's food that is easily digestible, like things that grow from the ground are going to be more easily digestible than things that are processed, made by people, things like that. You know, the, the tastiest of things, the things that we want to eat might not be as digestible as the things that we should be eating, although if you make them correctly, the things that we should be eating can also be incredibly tasty. So that's digestion. Also, B, the process in sewage treatment by which organic matter in sludge is decomposed by anaerobic bacteria with the release of a burnable mixture of gases. That probably does not smell good. You're processing the sludge in sewage. Hmm. Not what I wanted combined with eating food, but it is, it, it's, it's the right word. All right, I think it is time to reread the words. That's where we're at today. We had dig, 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 digamy, digastric, digenetic, uh, digerati, digest, digest, digester, digestibility, digestible, digestif, and digestion. Hmm. There were some good ones here. I liked digging me, digging a hole. Yeah, uh, there's other, good, you know, just digesting in general. It's a good thing to do. I think in that vein, I'm going to pick digestion as the word of the episode because um, it's, it's just a good thing that your body does to eat the food. What you should be doing is eating the food that is easy to digest. Um, you also might want to think about the order of foods that you eat. Because, for instance, fruit, uh, that is going to digest very quickly. And if you eat it on an empty stomach, it's going to digest and move through your system pretty quickly. But if you eat it on top of things like pastas and breads and things that don't digest so quickly, then the fruit is just going to sit on top of there and get all gross and rotty and stinky and farty. And maybe you don't want that. So, you know, think about the order in which you're eating stuff, and you want your system to run smoothly, your digestion system. But what I would like to do for the song is to sing the B definition because, because why not? I don't know how to sing it. Let's see what happens. The process in sewage treatment by which organic matter and sludge is decomposed by anaerobic bacteria with the release of a burnable mixture of gases. Oh, yeah. I told you this podcast was jazz. All right. Uh, that is the end of the wordy part of this episode. And uh, let's see, I mentioned a movie that I watched in the previous episode. I probably missed some other things, but a couple of nights ago, Sharon and I watched The Muppet Christmas Carol, which she had never seen. And I had seen, I think, once when it was out in theaters and had not seen it since. And we've been hearing um, uh, Brett, Brett Goldstein 
talk about that movie a lot on his podcast, his movie podcast. And so we were like, you know what? We should watch it. And for us, it's the holiday season. And oh, actually, you know, because it's Christmas Eve, maybe uh, if you're listening to this when this is aired, you should watch Muppet Christmas Carol. And uh, yes, it is very good. It is, uh, it's the story of Christmas Carol with Scrooge and all that and how he gets changed by the spirits, the ghosts that uh, show him the past, the present, and the future. And uh, it's got Michael Caine. But then, you know, of course, it's done in the Muppety way, which is very heartwarming and very silly and funny and smart and goofy. And it's got all, all the good stuff. So, yes, highly recommend A Muppet Christmas Carol. That is going to be the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening. I'm going to go eat some food and then digest it. And I think you should too. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.